Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Welcome to our broadcast, our podcast, Eternity Viewpoint. Uh, we just, we're going through First Peter, as I mentioned. It had been a while since I've been able to record as I had COVID, and but I'm rejoicing that I'm able to be back at it and hopefully getting stronger a little bit every day. Started going back to Orange Theory yesterday, and so hopefully I'll be continuing able to improve and uh you're back on the feet the way I'd like to be. So anyhow, it's good to be with you again. And uh, I'm going to start reading from First Peter chapter 1 and verse number 10, or 9, excuse me. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. I got one Christmas gift this year. It was a plaque that my son uh, made up for me, and it was regarding the Leadville Trail 100, and that's always been sort of a sore, sore point with me. I was have attempted it a num- number of occasions, however, uh, was never able to finish it because of physical problems and just uh, just not able to get it done. I did the best that I could, but it wasn't good enough, and that was sort of something that I always was disappointed in, and my son had a little plaque made up for me for the miles that I did run in the Leadville Trail 100, sort of a lifetime achievement award, if you would. I guess it's for losers, but, uh, you know, it was worth trying. And, you know, it sort of sort of closed the door for me, at least it, it gave me something to look at, to appreciate, uh, you know, because uh, you get those belt buckles if you finish the race, you get nothing if you don't, and you're out there through the miles and enduring all the difficulty and the trials and the struggles and the sleepless times and the uh, anxiety and the pain and the uh, all that goes with trying to accomplish something like that. And so I thought, well, you know, at least I have something I can look at now and appreciate what I did attempt to do, even though I fell short. And the Bible says here, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Well, that's something worth, you know, as that sort of closed the door for me. This, uh, the knowing that I'm in heaven, will be in heaven one day. I've received the end of my faith. I mean, I made the decision as a teenager to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And I've been on a journey here. And the Bible talks about two journeys that we can go on. In Matthew chapter 7, it says, Straight and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. And broad is the way which goeth unto destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Well, I'm thankful that I made the right choice. I went on the right road, and it's been bumpy at times. There have been difficult times. There have been times maybe when I've fallen off into the ditch or off the trail, off the path a little bit. And I'm able to get back on. The Bible said, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. We're told, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct our paths. 
We're told, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. So the fact that we can receive the end of our faith and the fact that that turns out to be the salvation of our souls, that's a wonderful thing. That's something we can praise God for. And uh, where did it come from? The Bible says, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Aren't we glad for the wonderful heritage that we have? Aren't we glad for those that were forerunners? Aren't we glad for those that paved the way? Aren't we glad for those that brought us the message of salvation? And let me read for you just a little bit something out of the book of Romans. It's something that we also appreciate very much, and sometimes we take lightly. But we need to be reminded again, and we also need to be encouraged that we need to keep on keeping on because of that that we have there in the book of Romans in chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, and I'll get it for you here. My fingers sometimes get stuck on these pages. and uh, Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, talking about that salvation that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's what we did. We called upon the Lord. We believed in our heart. The scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. But there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Now, we're told here that whether you're Jew or Greek, it doesn't matter where you come from, it doesn't matter uh, who you've been, it's who you become in Christ Jesus. We have received the end of our faith, which is the salvation of our souls. But where did it come from? The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But here's some questions that need to be asked. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? So praise God, there's someone that was going to sacrifice his life, give up his plans, and go out and serve God and make a difference and get the gospel message out. And there's someone who had to believe in him, someone who had to back him up. There are people in the prayer closets that had to be there and pray that God would use, pray that God would bless the work that goes out. The Bible says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bring his sheaves with him. And so we need to continue to keep on going and praise God that there are those that are going behind us. There are those in the prayer closets that are praying for us. There are those who are putting that offering in to help us. There are those who are coming beside us and, you know, being willing to pick up people for church or willing to uh, do other jobs in the church, to teach Sunday school classes, to help take the offering, to 
greet the visitors, all these people to be involved in the food bank so that we can make a difference. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Suppose no one is willing to get behind you. Suppose no one is willing to believe in you. Suppose no one is willing to say, I'll pray for you. Perhaps there's no one that's willing to say, I'll encourage you. Perhaps there's no one that says, you know, I'm willing to go with you. How can I support you? The Bible says how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I've got a long prayer list of people that I pray for regularly. There are people that listen faithfully on my uh services online on Sunday morning. I don't know what their spiritual condition is. Some of them have been listening it's listening now, it seems like, for months. I praise, pray to God that God will touch their hearts. Maybe they already know him. Praise the Lord for that. But if they don't, I pray that something might touch them. I don't have the ability to touch them, but God is. The Bible says, faithful is he who calleth you who also will do it. And that's what we have to depend upon. But I thank God that we have a salvation, a faith that, uh, a faith that, excuse me, ends in salvation. Why? Because we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But it wouldn't mean a thing if someone didn't go and bring us the word. And just like God brought us the word, God used people in the past to continue to share the message. Our parents, uh, those uh, relatives maybe who live godly lives, those old people in the church who faithfully continued to live according to the word of God no matter what, and they set a godly example for us. They encouraged us in the way that we should go. Thankful for that, and it all ends in salvation for each of us. And the prophets inquired and searched diligently. They prophesied of the grace that should come to you. The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That was prophesied in Scripture, and it's still true. Praise God, it is true. Praise God, it's not a lie. The Bible says, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Searching water, what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. You know, when we think of the sufferings of Christ, Jesus Christ, right now we don't think a whole lot about the sufferings of Christ at Christmas. Because we're thinking about the virgin birth. We're thinking, although we know that Jesus was wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in that manger, but there was a lot of glory. There was a lot of love. There was a lot that was going on that people were praising God and rejoicing that the Savior's birth had taken place. And Mary and Joseph played their role and did what God wanted them to do. And God used them in wonderful way. And the wise men coming and the shepherds uh, praising God and the angels singing. All these things taking place regarding the birth of our Savior, but we don't think a whole lot about 33 years later when he went to the cross. We endured the suffering and endured the shame. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about 
with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. We don't think a whole lot about that, but uh, he suffered those things. But then what, what a wonderful thing happened after that, the glory that comes. The Bible says, one day every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's the glory that's coming. That's the glory when we think about the King of kings and the Lord of lords. That's the glory when we sit in heaven with him and rejoice in the great triumph of uh, heaven over hell and Jesus over Satan and the victory's been won. It's all because of Jesus going to that cross and dying there and being buried and rising in the third day. He conquered death, sin, and the, gra- and the grave. Hallelujah, what a Savior he is. We can be rejoicing in that. And I trust that God will bless you as well. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.